0: Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on-demand network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen uh, for our show, and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville. be professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com wilson county hyundai make them a part of your car buying process for your new vehicle check them out in lebanon and see what they have to offer at wilsoncountyhyundai.com bone and joint institute boneandjointtn.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care and farm bureau health plans get better with farm bureau health plans better coverage better rates better service learn more about a plan for you at fbhp So before we dive into this, uh, because I do see somebody saying that all it is is this rumors, just rumors. No, there are rumors to go along with the Aaron Rodgers report that came out yesterday, but we have confirmed uh, one thing about that report. But I I did not expect, I still really don't expect the Titans to be in the quarterback market, especially after what we talked about with uh, with John Robinson's comment on Ryan Tannehill uh, yesterday. But Zach, Here is the report from Jared Stillman yesterday, and I'll read verbatim from Jared's tweet. Sources, Aaron Rodgers has purchased land and is built in the process of building a home in the Nashville suburb of Franklin, Williamson County. Also, source says Rodgers is, quote, open, end quote, joining to Titans, uh, joining the Titans. Another source says the current Packers teammates do not expect Rodgers to be back in Green Bay. So that is the report from Jared Stillman and Zach uh, as we were actually on a meeting with each other uh yesterday afternoon uh when that came out and I quickly did some texting around and was able to confirm one thing actually two one thing that I'm confirming Aaron Rodgers is building a house in the Nashville area it's actually in Brentwood that's from a second person so I've got two people who have told me that Aaron Rodgers is moving to the Nashville area. Brentwood, to be more specific, is where he is building. And also, he's bringing a couple former Packers teammates, too. It's not just Aaron Rodgers. It is also former pass rusher Clay Matthews and uh, wide receiver Randall Cobb are also moving to the Nashville area with Aaron Rodgers. So that is what I am confirming. I am double down on this from multiple people. Aaron Rodgers is moving to the Nashville area. Zach, I will let you react to uh, that confirmed story there.
1: Well, I mean, first thing, it makes sense. Everybody's moving to Nashville, right? That's not a surprise. Uh, Everybody's moving to Austin. Everybody's moving away from the big cities like New York and LA because of the COVID restrictions. And and Chicago, you're not going to go to those places. They have put a lockdown on people's lives. And so, Nashville, which is pretty open, Texas, which I've been in a lot of the state over the last eight months, is open, and people are thriving there, and Nashville has always been the it up-and-coming city over the last five years, so that makes sense, Uh, whether, you know, I I think here's the thing, players live in a lot of different places and play in a lot of different areas, right, I mean, that's just how it is, when you have millions of dollars, Travel is of no object, and you can live in other places. And during the season, you can live there. You can afford two houses.
0: So, and, like, and, and guess who is not living in Green Bay, Wisconsin, outside of the NFL season? All of the Packers players. <laughs> right,
1: yeah, because... <laughs> not just uh, the, Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay is not a place to live, you know, 365 days a year. So, uh, you know, do I find it, it? That's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, but... I think the question that we're going to ask kind of dives into what does it actually mean? Uh, I thought the biggest thing of the the report is him open to playing for the Titans that, and, and I think with any quarterback like Russell Wilson, we've heard teams that he is open to playing to like the New York Giants and the new Orleans saints. That was obviously before Sean Payton uh, left. So, you know, things change, but, what team elite quarterbacks at certain stages of their life, a la Matthew Stafford, want to go to teams that have an opportunity to win, right? Set themselves up for success. And then you have certain destinations. Like now, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they need a quarterback. The Denver Broncos gone through you know the year they went through with you know Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater just to get to this point to say who's going to be our next quarterback with a new head coach. The Tennessee Titans, look, I think there's question marks at quarterback based on Ryan Tannehill's play in the playoffs over the last three years, but we also know the cap situation regarding that and it it being very tough for them to move on from Tannehill maybe this this particular offseason. So there's a lot of moving pieces, but I don't think it's a bad thing that Aaron Rodgers – is moving to Nashville and likes the area and they have a professional football team and there's a, some question marks going on at the quarterback position, I guess surrounding the fan base, maybe not necessarily surrounding the general manager based on his statements this week. But anytime you have an opportunity to get an elite Hall of Fame type quarterback, you, I think every general manager in the National Football League with that opportunity, will at least look at it, right? Doesn't mean that they'll pull the trigger. Doesn't mean that they're going to jump ship on the guy they have, but at least they will look at it because of what has occurred over the last two seasons with Tom Brady winning the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, Super Bowl and Matthew Stafford in the big game here coming up in a week
0: and a half. Yeah, So uh, it's not a bad thing. And the Titans are not in the Titans fan base. You guys are not new to this, right? Like, you, I've seen the chat I've been watching. There have been a lot of former NFL players live in the area. You know, Jared Allen and Mark Bulger uh, are part of the curling team and they live uh, in the Nashville area. A lot of you guys have brought up George Kittle, who has made Nashville his offseason home. But yeah, definitely not going to uh, sign with the Titans just because he lives in Nashville. So again, I'll, I'll kind of re-go uh, over what I am confirming uh, this morning and Jared Stillman tweeting yesterday that uh, sources Aaron Rodgers purchased land and is in the process of building a home in the Nashville suburb of Franklin. Also, source says Rodgers opened to joining the Titans. Another source says the current Packers teammates do not expect Rodgers back in Green Bay. So I am confirming this, that Aaron Rodgers is moving to the Nashville area, Brentwood to be specific, where he is building a house. Also, uh, Randall Cobb and Clay Matthews are moving to the Nashville area. A couple of former Packers teammates. Uh, And I'll take this a step step further. Uh, The reason why, I'll get to it in a second, but I agree with Jared's source that Packers teammates are not expecting Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay next year. A lot of Packers players, if you go look at it, lined up to become free agents this offseason because they knew there was a a couple pivotal pivotal years in Green Bay where Aaron Rodgers would want to move on from the Green Bay Packers because of the front office situation the Packers have had for several years. So now let's get to our question about Aaron Rodgers uh, today. Aaron Rodgers is moving to the Nashville area. Is this a big deal, small deal, or new deal? Uh, no deal, excuse me. Big deal, small deal. It is deal. a new deal. Yeah, it it is just a new happened. <laughs> deal. It is a new deal, and we have confirmed this. So that, the, the Aaron Rodgers moving to Nashville is not a rumor. That is being confirmed uh, by me, Austin Stanley, and by us, a to z Sports. Uh, so let's go ahead uh, and get to your comments here in a second. But first, renters warehouse Nashville. Speaking of um, the Nashville area and rent estate and land and property, if you want to help make Aaron Rodgers-type money for retirement plan, Rent estate is a great way to go in the Nashville area. Simply head to renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. They create extra cash flows for you and your family uh, by renting out your house instead of selling it, which is a one-time transaction. But continue to grow that equity and that long-term wealth to help you get retirement plan ready for cash in your pocket every month and letting renterswarehouse.com do all the work simply at renterswarehouse.com. Bet
1: MGM had a good night two nights ago. Had a rough night last <laughs> night, but that's how it goes. Uh, lost some NBA bets. Some weird things happened, like the Sixers losing and the Mavs keeping it close to. Well, I guess they. I think they lost to OKC. So uh, look, uh, but that's the life of uh, of a Bet MGM user. But it's fun. I was tracking, watching those games, and now the NFL football is not continuously on, and there's only one game left. Well. Two games. If you watch the Pro Bowl and you're a psychopath, then uh, you you gotta watch NBA basketball. You gotta watch NHL hockey, and BetMGM allows you to bet on those. Make sure you download the app. And here's the best part: you can watch basketball, ATOZ 200 for a $10 money line wager, and on the NBA to win $200 if either team hits a three pointer. So, new users, they're hooking you up there. Download the app today.
0: All right, it is eSports here live. Uh we are confirming that Aaron Rodgers is moving to the Nashville area, building a house in Brentwood, and also uh former Packers teammates Clay Matthews and Randall Cobb also uh moving to the Nashville area. And I'm also adding to this uh that I I do agree with Jared's sources <laughs> That uh, Titan or Packers teammates are not expecting Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. So big deal, small deal, no deal. Aaron Rodgers is moving to the Nashville area. I see Mike on YouTube saying no deal. Uh, Top tier says no deal. Unfortunately, no deal, no deal, no deal. uh, No deal, small deal from Tommy, Um, small deal from Scott, a lot of no deals. Uh, Big deal from Titan up Joey. Uh, No deal from Titans Rossi as of now. No deal from David. Uh, Ben Hall says it's a big deal because it's a prime opportunity. Jarrell says big deal. No deal from Kevin. Uh, Chris Stress says small deal until trade talks uh, for Tannehill heat up. I I did see our, our guy Luke Warsham in the comments saying no deal because he lives in the Nashville area and doesn't play for the Titans. So, Zach, is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal to you that Aaron Rodgers is moving to Brentwood or in the process of building a house in Brentwood? So I think this is a
1: minuscule deal. That's what I would Mm. say. It is not a no deal, but it is of the smallest of the small to the small, small, small deals. And the reason why is a little bit of what I said before. I think this opens the door because these reports are starting to surface and what we know about John Robinson as a GM he wields and deals. He traded for DeMarco Murray. He traded traded away the number one overall pick before. He's made the move to get Ryan Tannehill when he wasn't happy with his quarterback going into a contract season. So like, he's willing to call and look around. And, and I think John Robinson has always been on record as I'm willing to hear. I think the reason why this is a minuscule deal is the fact that this has happened, I think at least probably confirms that John Robinson should, will, can have conversations with the Green Bay Packers to at least get an asking price. And once that conversation happens, that is a deal. That is something that is not nothing. And I think that is important to maybe kick the tires and make the wheels start spinning on what a deal for Aaron Rodgers would look like to unload Ryan Tannehill and all the dead cap space that we know over 50 million. It is a tall task. How much are they asking? Are they asking for three first round picks? Are they asking for four? Hell, are they asking for five? Are they asking for a King's ransom? Is it just merely a call? But I do think because of this situation, it is not a no deal, but it is a very, very minute deal that I cannot just sit there and say, well, oh, wow, this opens the door for everything, 12s you know, coming to Nashville. And I, I think that it has less, and I, this is, I think, big, because I think Bobby in the comment section earlier said, you know, the Titans have been through this before. Peyton Manning, when Bud uh, Adams was kind of near his deathbed, you, you, you saw Tom Brady a couple of years ago because of the connection with Mike Vrabel. Neither of those happened. And now you're in an even more difficult situation because you have a quarterback. You were just the best team in the AFC. You accrued a lot of injuries, which I will stand by that the Titans will probably send as an alibi to keep Ryan Tannehill this season and and Todd Downing for that manager. But we'll see next week after the Pro Bowl. I, I just I think that it is very very small, but I think it's more than a no deal.
0: I. I agree with you. Uh, it's definitely not a big deal. That's the easiest thing to rule out, right? The easiest thing to rule out is a, is a big deal. It's definitely between small and no deal. So for uh, playing the rules of the game, I will land on small deal. So again, I'll go through and I'll, I'll read from you what I heard uh, about this yesterday uh, <clears throat> from somebody who knows uh, is that uh, it's old news uh, in the fa- the fact that Aaron Rodgers is moving to Nashville and also Randall Cobb and Clay Matthews are moving to Nashville. And the reason why Aaron Rodgers is building a house in Nashville is the same reason why Jim Nance moved to Nashville. And of everybody else, they're tired of Los Angeles. The reason why is Aaron Rodgers has been living in L.A. in the offseason for the last several years. And everybody is tired of living in L.A. and it seems like they're all moving to Nashville. And you guys who live in Nashville, you feel that. We know that. We see the house prices in Nashville because people in California are just sight unseen buying and swooping up houses, knocking them down and building modern spaceship houses in row homes. That's what Nashville has become. So Aaron Rodgers is moving to Nashville. It's a small deal because I do not expect whatsoever for him to be playing with the Green Bay Packers next season. And that means that he is going to go somewhere else. And the fact that he picked Nashville as his new home in the off season means the Titans. If you or just connect the dots, the Titans are a, an option that would make a lot of sense. Because why are people moving from LA to Nashville in general? Uh, and that's because uh, tax reasons,
1: political right? no political, political views. Political, Political views slash,
0: slash tax reasons.
1: <laughs> is we don't have a crazy-ass mayor or governor that make
0: you put on a mask to go to okay. sleep. That's the but,
1: reason why. But
0: And also, taxes are a big thing, too. So, Steven says, Austin, you're generalizing. I'm not generalizing anything. I am, for a fact, telling you that Aaron Rodgers is moving the Nashville area. So, I think it's a small deal because he has gone from Green Bay. He walked off that field in Lambeau uh, two Saturday nights ago after losing to the Niners. 13-10 to 10 in the snow, and that's his last game as a Green Bay Packer wearing that jersey. That is the uh, assumption there for a lot of people close to Aaron Rodgers and that Packers organization. He gone, right? So are the Titans a player in this? I don't know. But uh, him being in Nashville makes it more of an opportunity. And, you know, it's it's a completely different situation, I understand. But Steven Goskowski moved to Nashville, and the Titans needed a kicker, and they went down the street and got themselves a kicker. Well, well, stop here. I gotta ask you a
1: quick question. Okay. You said are the Titans a player in this? And you said, I don't know. I'm gonna ask you that. Are a Titans are the Titans a player in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes this offseason? It's February third, right? Real early. We got a lot of time to talk about that. But in your opinion, and they don't have to be a big time player, but are they a player?
0: Well, I will stay. I will answer your question by stating this: I thought there was very, very little chance that Julio Jones would be a t- Tennessee Titan via trade, right? And guess what? A lot of other people uh, didn't think so either. Are the Titans a player? They're not a main player. They're not even a supporting cast player. I think they're kind of a dark horse. But they like, are a I, player. I, yeah, I think so. Just because there is uncertainty at the quarterback and getting you to the level you want to go, and we've talked about this a lot. The Titans' Super Bowl window right now—one more year. With with Tannehill with Derrick Henry in the I would current, say con- one more year. I think it's I think it's 2022. You
1: go get, no, no, because in two years, you, if you go get an elite quarterback, and you I'm do talking this, about
0: with Ryan Tannehill. I'm talking about as uh, of currently right uh, now. That's what I'm saying. Bro,
1: with Ryan Tannehill, the there's the Super Bowl window is closed it's, with that's, Ryan that's, Tannehill. You
0: can't argue that I'm wrong <laughs> when I'm saying something that you just agreed with. Like I, I, the Super Bowl window as of right now is one more year, 2022 season. With Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, and the construction of the offensive line and the defense as it is right well, now.
1: Well, see, I'm saying that if you go get another elite quarterback, that your Super Bowl window can extend, right? It's not just two years. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I, let's I say mean, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, let's say the Titans get Aaron Rodgers, right? How long is the Super Bowl window there?
0: It extends probably another year just because Aaron Rodgers is 38, right? Like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got old Tom Brady. They got one Super Bowl, but only two years out of it, right? And so there's not like. It's not it, maybe it, it, maybe it extends it to two years instead of one with Tannehill. It's two years with Rogers because he'll be forty or forty one after that second year.
1: And again, I'm with uh, the official tie. The Super Bowl window is closed if Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback. He's not going to win you a Super Bowl. And I would bet I bet a thousand dollars on that. And look, freezing colds take me uh, right. Do that. I like uh, February third. We can remember that freezing colds take me. Ryan Tannehill cannot win you a Super Bowl. He doesn't have it in it, especially with what he has proven or lack thereof on top of the competition around him. And that's important. He can't do it. So that, so you talk about a Super Bowl window open? Nah, those
0: windows are shut. I, I, I still think with their... I think they can have another run at at getting to a Super Bowl out of the AFC with Tannehill one more year. I think it's one more year because look, a they, run they, and happening that, is different. But again, they were still the most injured team in football history, and they got the one seed. And so, I still think there's a lot that goes into that. Really now, big, I, there, big games over the last three playoff games, I, Tannehill hasn't performed. I get it. I yes, and I agree with you. And obviously, Aaron Rodgers extends the window and raises the ceiling and raises the expectations. It's just what's the price of doing that business. Like you mentioned, is it, what are the Packers going to ask for? Because it's not a, it's not a, it's not a release and a sign. It's a trade. And that means that somebody has to take Ryan Tannehill off the Titans books. If the Titans are going to add Aaron Rodgers to theirs. And so I think, and I've said this even from the post game show at the mainstay right after the game. If you are going to move on from Ryan Tannehill, there has to be a three-team trade at least involved in making that happen because you got to find a quarterback to replace him with and you got to find somebody who's going to take him and his contract. And I don't think there's one team like the Lions and the Rams last year that will make that work in this offseason.
1: And you don't see a lot of three-team trades in the NFL. You see a lot of them in the NBA. You don't see a lot of them in the NFL. Yeah, it's but a hockey, with major,
0: baseball, NBA-type deal.
1: But with massive deals, maybe that's a little bit more likely. And Josh, look, hold me accountable, and please do, because I, I don't shy away from that. Also <laughs> said the number 1 seed Titans would make the Super Bowl. I felt that way. I thought that Ryan Tannehill could be the guy. I thought they had the pieces, but I was proved incorrect, and Ryan Tannehill did that. Because in key moments, in the best situation the Titans have had since 2008, the quarterback crumbled and lost them the game. Three interceptions, three turnovers, one to start the freaking game and one to end it. You can't book in playoff games with turnovers and win. You can't do it. Especially with a team that has an emerging quarterback like Joe Burrow, and we've seen what he is able to do. So, you're right, Josh. I don't shy away from what I thought. I thought the number one seed would put that team in the best position to make a Super Bowl. It didn't because of their quarterback play. So fool me once, don't fool me twice. I've told you, I'm out on Tannehill for the Titans winning the Super Bowl with 17, and he did that. I didn't do that. His actions did that. And look, we'll hear we'll hear about. You know Taylor Juan later in the show, uh, show talk about, and I have not heard this clip. I'm very interested to hear what Lewan mm-hmm. has to say. Look, you're going to support your teammates. You're going to support your guys like John Robinson has, like Eddie George has, like Taylor LeJuan has. Very rarely do you see your teammates just throw your ass under the bus, especially if you're such a good guy and a great leader as Ryan Tannehill is. Yeah. But that doesn't equal or equate – to elite talent and elite play in the most important games.
0: Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. Yeah, just like Todd Downing being a hard worker and having great relationships doesn't mean he's going to be a good play caller on third and three at the 15-yard line, right? No, and so also
1: shouldn't throw into you know uh, five guys to NWI at the end of the game.
0: All right, so T85 Restored on YouTube says, uh, Rodgers, Russell, and Watson are definitely much better options. Yeah, and nobody's disagreeing that those three quarterbacks have a higher ceiling than Ryan Tannehill. They also make more than Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill makes a lot. Somebody asked, what is Matt Ryan's contract situation? Matt Ryan's contract is worse than Ryan Tannehill's because his cap hits like in the 40 millions the next two years. Uh, So, again, just to reiterate, because a lot of new people coming in out of the show, uh, as we've talked about this, what we are confirming this morning is Aaron Rodgers is moving to the Nashville area. Uh, and building a house in Brentwood, not necessarily Franklin, but moving and building in Brentwood. Also, uh, former Packers teammates Randall Cobb and Clay Matthews are also moving to the Nashville area too. Aaron Rodgers is tired of living in LA, as he's lived in LA in the off for the last several years, so he's moving to the Nashville and building Nashville area and building there. Also, the expectation, yes, Packers fan, Packers teammates are not expecting uh, AR twelve back in Green Bay. Uh, moving forward. So that's the conversation there. I I don't really know where this is going to go. It's February 3rd. The damn Pro Bowl hasn't been played yet. The Super Bowl is still 10 days away. There's a long offseason ahead. And the regular offseason truly doesn't begin until around St. Patrick's Day in the middle of March when we'll be able to talk about this uh, with actual substance. But uh, if Aaron Rodgers moving to Nashville, I don't know the timeline of the house being built, but it's going to continue to fuel this off season at the deeper we get because the questions about Ryan Tannehill are not going to go away until he wins a playoff game, throwing for two seventy five and three touchdowns. Like right? So we're going to have a lot of t- Ryan Tannehill conversations until that happens. And it's not guaranteed to have an opportunity to happen until 12 months from now. Yeah. So let's, let's do this. Let's continue the Tannehill conversation. Because Taylor Wan, while we've got a big audience, Taylor Wan went on 3HL yesterday uh, and talked about Titans fans being frustrated with Ryan Tannehill not knowing anything. We will play you this audio here in a second. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai.
1: Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. It is a quick trip down I-40, exit 236, right there, Wilson County Payne Bone and his team can hook you up with a great ride. They've been great sponsors over the last several years. I talked to Payne earlier in the week. We got a great relationship. You can have a great relationship with Payne Bone and his team, too. If you're looking for a new car, whether it's the Sonata or the Elantra, the Santa Fe, or the brand new 2022 on the way, but you can also get 2021 Palisades. Palisades, that full size SUV, third row seating, all the bells and whistles. It's got different modes, it's fuel efficient. It is a perfect family vehicle. Trade in your minivan, and the, you could trade in your car. They'll take a look at it. They're happy to give you a really good offer right there at Wilson County Hyundai. Save money, mention A to Z Sports, and go online and look at their inventory at wilsoncountyhyundai.com.
0: Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use our code A-T-O-Z Sports. And today, uh, well, that gets you a risk-free bet. But if you use the code ATOZ200, you place a $10 money line wager on any NBA game Tonight, and you win 200 bucks when either team hits a three-point shot. So that's easy 200 bucks there for New Year's. That's code ATOZ200 for a $10 money line Wager on any NBA game to win you 200 bucks when either team hits a three. So do that right there with the BetMGM app. Uh, okay, so Zach, we're going to go to Taylor LeWan conversation. Sticking with the Ryan Tannehill talk. And Lawan went on 3HL yesterday on 104.5 The Zone and addressed fans, Titans fans, being frustrated with quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Here is Lawan's full comment for full context of the conversation. For me,
2: I mean, when you're in the building every single day and three or four times this year, Ryan had to have a different left tackle playing the game. Having not having me last year after I tore my ACL, not having, you know, when we played the Patriots game, the only drafted players on the, on the offense were me Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, and Ryan Tannehill. And the first half of that game and into the third quarter, we were in that game. We rushed for 200 yards. Ryan did a great job throwing the ball around. And for everyone that's upset with Ryan about the interceptions, here's the first thing everyone needs to realize. And this one might not make me a fan favorite, but y'all don't know anything. Not you guys. The the fans, they they really don't know. And it could have been a wide receiver running the wrong route. It could have been – a uh, guy in his face from protection. It's a, it's the reason why it's the greatest team sport ever is because it just can't be one guy that makes it work for everybody else. It's not a, you can't have a LeBron James in his prime come in and just help the Cavaliers go to the, you know, the final uh, the, the playoffs and make it deep. You just can't, you can't do that. And Ryan has been a guy that has made those gutsy throws time and time again. And he was celebrated for it, loved for it. The Like the, the city of Nashville was praising his name and, Unfortunately, a couple things happened in this game that I don't even know whose fault it was, right? I don't know what, what should or should not have happened. For me, it's, hey, it's this this is the protection. You're by yourself, and there's Trey Hendrickson. you got to block that guy so we have enough time to get down. Like, And so I love Ryan, and I think emotions are high, and that's how fans should be. They should have their emotions high. They should, you know, be pissed off because we did lose, and they have every right to be angry. But next year, I think, you know, you ride with Tannehill, and he's going he's gonna to do what he's always done for us, give us a fighting chance to win a game every single week. And I think that's a beautiful thing about the NFL. You don't win 12, go 11-5 and and 12-5 and twelve, and, uh, yeah, 12 and five yeah. all the time, and we've been able to do that two, two years in a row. I mean, we all know back in 2014 when your boy was, was wet behind the ears just with the backpack on hoping to make a couple bucks in the NFL, we couldn't buy a win.
0: So there's Taylor Wan there, uh, and he's right that he's been here when they were five and twenty seven, and he's been here where they won twenty three games and lost only ten games in the regular season in the last couple of years. So Zach, that is the first time you've heard that. Uh, your your facial expression is telling me you've got some thoughts on this. Well, it
1: doesn't make any sense. Well, I just mean, the were...
0: the quote the, again. The quote is uh, this one might not make me a fan favorite, but y'all don't know anything regarding the three interceptions against the Bengals. So that's the quote. Well, then, well,
1: Taylor he also Lewis. says, no, no, see, that's not the full quote. And this is where it doesn't make sense. He says, y'all don't know anything, but you guys may know something, right? Talking about the, the 3HL crew, yes. right? But then he also says, well, I don't even know anything later on in the conversation. So he doesn't he make any sense. And look, that is Luan speaking the way that he should. He is supporting his quarterback, and that's fine. But calling out fans saying that they don't know anything and then saying himself that he didn't know what went on doesn't make sense. You, you like, that – putting those sentences together (laughs) doesn't make sense. Go listen to it. He he sat there he said – he goes, fans don't know. The 3HL crew does know. And then later on, Luan says that he didn't know why the the
2: interception was. Correct or incorrect? uh, Did you listen to the same thing
1: I did? All
2: right, so I've got a shorter version of it. We'll play that. For everyone that's upset with Ryan about the interceptions, here's the first thing everyone needs to realize. And this one might not make me a fan favorite, but y'all don't know anything. Not you guys. The, the fans, they, they really don't know. And it could have been a wide receiver running the wrong route. It could have been a guy in his face from protection. It's a, it's, the reason why it's the greatest team sport ever is because it just can't be one guy that makes it work for everybody else. Why so is he
1: calling out the fans and not, and not it, it just excluding the, the interviewers? Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Brent, Brent Don and Slay know exactly what the scheme was on those specific plays. But and then why. later
1: on in the conversation, he said, I don't even know.
0: Well, but again, okay. Let's, let's think about this. Cause what is Taylor one continuously? I, doing? Oh. I, like, I'm diagnosing this no, correctly. No, no, no. You're not, you're not incorrect by diagnosing this, but we also have to, we've covered Lawan for eight years, maybe nine years now, I think. So, Here's what we know about Lawan. How many times have we heard Lawan say, I don't know, man. I just play left tackle. I just, and when he said, I don't even know, I was told the blocking scheme, the pass protection, and say, you got that guy by yourself, and I got to block Trey Hendrickson long enough so we can get down the field. So Lawan, continuously throughout his career, when asked questions along the same lines of this, he doesn't, I'm not saying he plays dumb, but he plays the, I'm just the left tackle. I block who I'm you supposed to You can't have your block.
1: cake and eat it, too. No, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not saying no, I agree. I'm, I'm agree talking,
0: with... I'm talking yes.
1: about what okay. He can't have his cake and eat it, too. He wants all all the, the ego, and he wants the, the fans to love him. And then when he gets hurt and doesn't play well, the fans boom, and he gets upset. And then when he's going to support his teammate, he calls out the fans saying they don't know, but the broadcasters, the interviewers that is asking him the questions do know. No, he's, he he's, say, that, he's saying,
0: I'm not talking about you guys. He's He's saying... That fans. of so the, the media knows side.
1: the media. So we we know, but the fans don't.
0: It's that the it's that the media. I think what he was getting at is that the fans are more emotional than the media, and that you guys, the media, has a better understanding of what his larger point well, is.
1: Okay, okay, Austin. Here's my understanding. Ryan yeah. Tannehill threw three interceptions. The first pass of the game and the last pass that he threw, and that cost him the football game. That's what I understand. Where's Lewan talking about that? You know, at least after the game, Mike Vrabel, at least, and and we've known this, right? He's staying the obvious. You know, Ryan Tannehill didn't have his best game. He didn't play the way that he needed to play in the most important game of the season. It's not week four. It's not week one. It's not week 14. It is the last game in the playoffs that you play. You hope that's the Super Bowl, but in this case, it was the divisional round. I think that's a bunch of BS. That's a bunch of spewed trash, that doesn't make any sense from Taylor Lewan trying to support his quarterback. I get your friends with him. And Ryan Tannehill is a good guy. He's a great guy for the community. And you know what? He's played really damn well throughout the course of the regular season. And he has gotten the Tennessee Titans to a level that, look, Lawan, I was there before he even got drafted. I know the bad years of the Tennessee Titans. I've been covering this team for longer than lawan has been on the roster. I know the tough times. Ryan Tannehill has excelled and elevated this franchise, but once you elevate, the expectations go up. And the expectations go up in the playoffs. He played really bad the last two playoff games that ended the Titans' season. And the last throw that he made in both those games, interception, INT, turnover. You can't do that. Yeah, so I, no, where's Lawan talking about that instead
0: of attacking the fans saying you don't know? Well, okay, so I, I do think Lawan. Uh, look, that's the great thing about live radio and live video is that you, whenever, however you say it the first time is how you say it. And you don't have an opportunity to pull it back like you do on a podcast and, and do that in post-production editing. But he said it the way he said it is that, in the again, uh, but y'all don't know anything. The fans really don't know. And so how he could have said it better is that only people inside the building in the offensive meetings know who's at fault for interceptions. Because I agree with Paul Thames on YouTube. He isn't wrong. Most fans, not you guys, not the highly educated guys and fans, just see an interception and automatically blame the quarterback. That is what, if the,
1: you, what if you see three of them?
0: Zach, I, like, <laughs> what do I always say? Every interception tells its own story. I always say that because it's true because it's true. And
1: the story was the last chapter of their season with Tannehill throwing into coverage for NWI on a third down, trying to make a play that he couldn't
0: make. But when it comes but, but okay. So in the box score, it's solely on the quarterback because he is the guy who has the interceptions column in his stat sheet, not the wide receiver, who ran the wrong route like Des Fitzpatrick did against the Houston Texans twice, the interceptions interceptions. Uh, not uh, Chester Rogers, who allowed a pass to bounce off his shoulder pads against the Colts in week three, and then was intercepted by Darius Leonard uh, off the deflection. That goes on Ryan Tannehill in his 14 interceptions. So there's three of Tannehill's 14 interceptions in the regular season that were not on him that I just know strictly off the top of my head. And so that's the, the point that LaJuan is trying to make, is that an interception in the box score looks only like the quarterback's fault when it is that's the furthest from the truth? But there but all are these so Titans many things, fans
1: that he's calling out watched the game. Uh, you know right, what? They, but they I, also watched the Texans game earlier in the year when he threw it to the linebacker that he didn't see that went all the way down the field, right? So, like, in the in, in, in this is this is the point when the play is heightened in the playoffs and it's more important than any of the other games that you play. The regular season doesn't matter anymore. The Bengals went on the road and and won, on the road and won. That's where it matters. And Ryan Tannehill has proven over the last couple of years in this Super Bowl window for this franchise that he, in those games, cannot perform consistently enough to get the Titans where they need to go, and where they need to go is the Super Bowl.
0: And, and, and nobody uh, so, disagreeing with that
1: part, Zach. Well, then you can't call out the fans saying that they don't know. Right, that's so a, me, when you get in trouble when you say blanket statements like that. Right, and so, that's so, where yeah. Lawan okay. I think should eat his words by saying, "You guys don't know." but the media knows, but I don't even know. He doesn't okay. sound really right, intelligent. So let's,
0: ask, let's ask this question. Fair or foul for the says Titans fans, quote, don't know anything about Ryan Tannehill's interception. So and fair or let's foul. Play, let's play the full will, video.
1: The full play one? the full video again so people can listen to it.
0: All right, I'll do that. But first, tell us all about Farm Bureau Health Plans.
1: Yes, well, I got my quote. That, that, there's some That's good great. news right here. I yeah. got my quote, and I am going to be a, a member. You got to be a member. I'm going to be a member and my health plan will come through Farm Bureau health plans, better coverage, better rates, better service, over 200 location plus locations. The best part is I got my quote back and it is going to save me over 20% per month than I was previous plan paying with my health plan. That's incredible. And I get better coverage, which includes a, Dental allowance, get my teeth cleaned, right? I got contacts. I've been wearing contacts contacts since I've been in eighth grade, seventh grade. Now I get an allowance for that. This is a great decision, and I'm really excited. I'm actually pretty pumped about Farm Bureau Health Plans and how I'm going to switch over my coverage. I saved 20%. Make sure you go to fbhp.com slash A to Z, A-T-O-Z, and you can log on there and set up your health assessment today. It is so easy. It's fbhp.com slash A to Z.
0: Also, don't forget, I said it earlier, but I'll say it again. Download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ200. Tonight, you place a $10 money line wager on any NBA game, and you get $200 when either of those teams hits a three point shot. That's code ATOZ200. All you got to do, you make your first deposit, and then a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game uh, gets you $200 when either team hits a three. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee-only new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued on knowledge-trouble free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem gambling support, call Tennessee Redline at 800-889-9789. Zach, I will play the video uh, once again. In its, in, in its entirety, the full comment of Taylor Wan talking about Ryan Tannehill. What?
1: Before you play it, yes. really listen to what he says about who knows, who doesn't know, and who knows
0: and who doesn't know. Exactly. Here's the full video. For me,
2: I mean, when you're in the building every single day, and three or four times this year, Ryan had to have a different left tackle playing the game. Yeah. having Not having me last year after I tore my ACL, not having – you know, when we played the Patriots game, the only drafted players on the on the offense were me, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, and Ryan Tannehill. And the first half of that game and into the third quarter, we were in that game. We rushed for 200 yards. Ryan did a great job throwing the ball around. And for everyone that's upset with Ryan about the interceptions, here's the first thing everyone needs to realize. And this one might not make me a fan favorite, but y'all don't know anything. Not you guys. The, the fans, they, they really don't know. And it could have been a wide receiver running the wrong route. It could have been a guy in his face from protection. It's a it's the reason why it's the greatest team sport ever is because it just can't be one guy that makes it work for everybody else. It's not a, you can't have a LeBron James in his prime come in and just help the Cavaliers go to the, you know the uh, the the playoffs and make it deep. You just can't you can't do that. And Ryan has been a guy that has made those gutsy throws time and time again, and he was celebrated for it, loved for it. The whole, like. The the city of Nashville was praising his name, and unfortunately, a couple things happened in this game that I don't even know whose fault it was. Right? I don't know what what should or should not have happened. For me, it's hey, it's this this is the protection you're by yourself, and there's Trey Hendrickson. You got to block that guy, so we have enough time to get down. Like, and so I love Ryan, and I think emotions are high, and that's how fans should be. They should have their emotions high. They should. You know, be pissed off because we did lose, and they have every right to be angry. But next year, I think, you know, you ride with Tannehill, and he's gonna he's gonna do what he's always done for us, give us a fighting chance to win a game every single week. And I think that's a beautiful thing about the NFL. You don't win twelve, go eleven and five, and twelve and uh, yeah, twelve and five, yeah, all the time. And we've been able to do that two two years in a row. I mean, we all know back in twenty fourteen when your boy was was wet behind the ears, just with the backpack on, hoping to make a couple bucks in the NFL, we couldn't buy a win.
0: There you go. There's your full context, Zach. So we asked the question, fair or foul, for Taylor Wan to say Titans fans don't know anything about Ryan Tannehill's interception. Zach, do you want to go through the comments?
1: Uh, I'm going to just stay mine. I think no, that's foul. Fine. Go for it. Uh, I think it's absolutely foul. Uh, I think that you can't have a blanket statement over literally the people that pay for your, your, your contract and pay. And look, he said he wasn't going to be a fan favorite because of the statement, but it's a blanket comment that is incorrect. That is calling out people that have watched and diagnosed the game. And you now are saying that some people do know and some people don't, but not pointing it out. It didn't make any sense. And so when you make comments like that, That's absolutely foul to call out the fan base saying that they don't know anything. You know what they do know is that three turnovers happened in a crucial game. And all three of them were interceptions. All three of them were thrown by Ryan Tannehill. And that cost, at the end of the game, it cost the Titans an opportunity to advance. The goal that each and every singular player in that facility, including the one, wants to, to hoist the Vince Lombardi trophy. Well, you got to get there first, and with play like that, and the quarterback takes the most scrutiny. This is something that Owan is not new at, right? He should know, and you can support your guy. I'm not saying sitting there saying that you shouldn't or can't, but also real recognize real. Understand that Ryan Tannehill didn't play a very good game. I didn't hear the full interview, but Austin – Did he say that? Did he say, man, Tannehill did not play well in that Bengals game. He needed to play better for us to win, and we all needed to play better? If I would have heard that and him actually say some truthful facts about Ryan Tannehill's play in the most important game of the season, maybe I think differently.
0: But him calling out the fans saying, y'all don't know, I think that's absolutely fine. Well, I mean, he did say that fans are pissed and deserve and have every right to be pissed and emotional because they did lose. And early in the interview that he did state about how disappointed they were. Uh, to end I'm not the talking about
1: disappointment. Early. I'm not talking about all that jazz. I'm talking about, I'm just, telling, exactly. I'm just telling you what it, happened the rest of the interview. Like you asked and, me to do and, and admitting that Ryan Tannehill played really bad. I mean, he did like overall, we've seen Ryan Tannehill play really good. We also seen Ryan Tannehill play really bad. That was a game that Ryan Tannehill played really bad. And, and saying that fans can't diagnose that, we do that every single day. We know why they lost to New England, why they lost to Pittsburgh, why they lost to the Houston Texans, well, yeah, why they lost to we, the We Jets. know
0: so vaguely it's turnovers, but it takes a different skill set and knowledge to break down why the turnover happened. Who bears the most responsibility in the NFL? What player? The coach the, the coaches and the quarterbacks, yes. What you added player then. the end. So the so You can't
1: you can't be upset when pe- and say people don't know when that has been the history all right, all right. of so NFL
0: football over the last several decades. So um I understand the point that Taylor Lewan was making. The point is that anybody outside of those offensive meetings truly doesn't know whose fault an interception was. A fumble, it's the ball carrier. We know it's pretty easy, cut and dry. A fumble happens because the ball carrier didn't protect the football. But an interception has a bunch of different ways of how it can happen. And I think it can be on the coordinator. It can be on the quarterback for an inaccurate or late throw. It can be on the wide receiver for a poor route. It can be on an offensive lineman for letting his guy buy him and getting a hit. It can be a deflection. It can be a hell of a play from Mike Hilton because of a bad offensive coordinator tendency. There's a lot of different reasons. And so LaJuan's overall point was that it's hard to diagnose whose fault it is for interceptions on the front end. And that a lot of fans, the majority of fans, not the ones watching our show every day, but they just see Tannehill throw it, intercepted, blame the quarterback, boo the quarterback. When that's not necessarily the case all the time. And so I understand the point he was trying to make, but he put his foot in his mouth when he said, fans don't know anything. So whose fault is that? Lawan's? And so so, I have no grace. If you can't
1: speak correctly and actually enunciate exactly what you are trying to say, I don't care. That's your fault. You don't know anything if you cannot pronounce and sit there and explain what you're actually meaning. That's not on anybody else besides Taylor Lawan. That's why this is absolutely foul. I can't be upset that he can't speak correctly and what he wants to say, but him saying
0: blanket statements like that. It's his fault. No one else's. Which is why I think the statement fans don't know anything is foul for Lawan to say. And and again, he prefaced it with, this isn't going to make me a fan favorite. He knew what he was about to say was going to be taken incorrectly or wrong this, this way. Well, look,
1: if you you fumble over your words and you can't speak, that's not my problem if you're trying to talk to me.
0: I'm not (laughs) saying it is. No, it's a
1: general statement. That's with anybody. Austin, if you were doing the same thing, and and look, that's happened of all the times that we talk, if you can't say things correctly, I pretty much call you out. And we just heard that over the last two minutes of what Juan said, and maybe – Maybe he retracts his statement, just like Logan Ryan did however many weeks ago when he called out the Titans fan base and then came back like a little puppy dog that he was trying to save and apologized, looked like we knew he would. So that's not our fault. It's not anybody else's fault if you put your foot in your mouth when you're criticizing people. So I have no grace for that. Sorry. (laughs) And, And so... That's not my fault. It's not the fans fault either. Right. And they're the ones being attacked. But if you're going to say, say what you mean and mean what you say, don't fumble over your words and say, well, you guys don't know, but you guys do know. But I don't know. And that's I, I, what he yes. did.
0: Right. You're right. Right. So, again, we both agree that uh, Lawan's comments of fans don't know anything about Tannehill's interceptions overall is foul because there are a lot of smart fans who are not jumping to conclusion and blaming the quarterback for a hundred percent of interceptions when they know other things happen. But again, it could have been said a lot better. And Ryan says, again, he doesn't feel attacked. And, and I think again, smart fans, I think understand what Lawan's point was trying to be, but, but the fans didn't have to read between the lines when somebody's well, speaking. I, I, he's not. A, oh, I was about to say he's not a professional speaker, but then again, he kind of is. Yeah, that's the issue, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, for the you know, uh, like, you, he is.
1: He claims to be, and you cannot have your cake and eat it too. It's the same thing. You have to understand, and I said the same thing when he tore his ACL. That's a bad, that's a bad deal. Nobody wished him that ill will. That's an unfortunate event. And when he came back and he played bad and the fans booed him, he got butt hurt. But that's how the game works. Like, yeah. welcome. It's the same scrutiny of Brittany Mahomes. You can't sit there and be a, 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 a strive for attention. And then when you get negative attention, sit there and wham wham. That's not how this works. It's just like us. We get criticized every single day. People call me an idiot. Oh, what all that stuff. But I can't get upset and cry because I'm putting myself out there. I do a show. I'm a talk show host. So people are going to criticize me. But if I got my feels every single time that somebody said something bad, God, I'd be so far in my feels. I'd be in misery. But that's not how I work. Because I understand what this is. And I think Lawan truly probably does it. He does talk for a living. He is a fan favorite. But when he gets criticized, there is some butt hurtness. And look, I think he also, and we'll probably talk about this tomorrow because that was the plan. I haven't heard this saying of what Lawan is going to do. But his future is in jeopardy with the Tennessee Titans because of his play on top of his contract situation. Was that impacted by his injury? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's a business. He knows that. John Robinson knows that. And even the fans know that, right? So, like, I, I, I have no grace for somebody who cannot speak the way that they want to speak when they are paid to speak, because that's what he is. That's his situation. Don't make blanket statements about to the fan base that pays your check, Yeah, admit all I wanted him to do was admit that Ryan Tannehill played really bad. Ryan Tannehill did not play really good. He didn't play good. He didn't play average. He
0: played really bad in that playoff game. It's okay to say that it's okay. All right. So nobody's disagreeing with that. Uh, Ramon says uh, you're doing the same Austin smart fans. A fan is a fan and has the right to say what he or she wants. Look, yes, a fan is a fan that has the right to their emotions and their opinions about their team. But there are absolutely differences and educated fans. And again, people who watch our show on a daily basis are more diehard educated fans. There's a casual fan that enjoys following the team during the playoff push. Uh, I, 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 that's me with the National Predators. I haven't watched a single second, a single shift of National Predators hockey this season. But when the playoffs come around, sure, absolutely. I start watching the games. I consider myself an uneducated, casual Predators fan. But for Titans fans, you guys know what the difference is in a blame interception on the quarterback and somebody else. And so there are absolutely differences in levels of fans. And yes, fans can say what they want, but there are also consequences for saying uneducated, dumb things that are not correct about their team. So, Ramon, that's my point there. There you go. You ready for the magic bucket?
1: I am ready for the magic bucket.
0: Let's do the magic bucket to wrap up this Thursday show. Got a great show going so far. Uh, But real quick, let me tell everybody uh, about our friends at the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. Whenever you get hurt in life, make sure you know who to go to and you know who to trust, boneandjointtn.org. They've got over a dozen doctors there at the facility who specialize and any joint injury you could possibly have to help you get back to health with the rehab uh, facility there in Franklin. Also, all their satellite clinics in Brentwood, where Aaron Rodgers is, is building a house. Also, Thompson Station and in Nolensville. So check them out, boneandjointtn.org. You like it Z sport. uh,
1: Sports, uh, we're powered by BetMGM. Download the app today. Use that promo code, and you can also use the promo code today for new users. ATOZ 200 for a $10 money line NBA wager to win $200 if either team hits a three pointer. Threes are going to be flying tonight. So bet MGM, download the, the app on your Apple store, or if you got an Android, they've got an App Store too. Download that bad boy today in the state of Tennessee. You can win you some cash. All right, let's get to it. It's
0: time. It is that time. <music> All right, magic bucket time. It's your sticker week. Uh, you also said you have a uh, a sad sticker, an emotional sticker, a,
1: sad, a m- sad emotional sticker. I so. think I know what
0: it is. Can I guess what your sticker might be? No no, okay. no, 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 uh, no. What is that? What's, what? What uh, do you mean? You just keep in the bucket as like extra storage space?
1: Uh, yeah, that's my Apple TV.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm gonna use that later today. Um,
1: so, uh, this is my sticker. And it is a sad day because it's a tough week for uh, for a guy who you know won a Super Bowl last year and uh, near and dear to my heart. But uh, and Bobby got it right early on. Yeah. It is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twelve goat sticker. Yeah, and I,
0: yeah, my guess was Tom Brady sticker.
1: Uh, it's going right there in the bucket now. You know, now I have the bucket. I can actually put these these stickers on the bucket yeah. uh the the goat the goat you know what the goat's going right next to my 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 man young tuxedo the other goat the other young goat uh i'm gonna put him friend right here so we got king tux with uh with brady the goat in the tampa bay buccaneers uh garb man that's uh that man, that really sends me into my feels, man. Now That's...
0: what? <laughs> now what? <laughs> oh man. So all you, right, you, you have two year high. For a two P? year high. Well, hey, Aaron Rodgers may be coming down. To <laughs> you know, the Bucks it's, are yo, a it, good suitor. You got Florida. A, look, uh, flights from National Tampa are nothing. Easy. Right? For um, Aaron Rodgers. All right.
1: Uh am I picking for you or me? Me. Okay, I think you've done this. You haven't done the shotgun, but you said take a shot of alcohol to start the show, show tomorrow. Have you yes, done that? Yes, I did
0: that. I took a shot of uh, caramel vodka at 8 o'clock in the morning one day. Yep, that's right.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Have you done this? Turn around and act like you're making out with yourself? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, have I done this? No, I, I don't think that's ever been pulled. Oh, there you go!
0: Turn around and act like you're making out with yourself. Oh my God, this is hilarious! Uh, let's see, if, let's see what I can do here Not <laughs> knocking stuff over. This is as far as I can turn. <laughs> oh my
1: God!
0: That's what I got that was really good thank like, you i haven't that done that in a long funny. time i feel like that I feel like that's a peak middle school move right <laughs>
1: oh man that's funny
0: <laughs>
1: um well i've already done this take your shoe off and teach us how to tie your laces yep um let's see here Up. Oh. Uh, name blank amount of blanks in 15 seconds. Always love that one. That's a great one. We'll put these back in here. Um,
0: all right, 15 seconds on the clock. All right. I will say it first, I'll repeat it. And after I repeat it the second time, clock starts. Ready? In honor of Aaron Rodgers moving to Brentwood, name as many Nashville suburbs as you can in 15 seconds. Name as many Nashville suburbs as you can in 15 seconds. Go.
1: Spring Hill, Columbia, Franklin, Brentwood, Nolensville, uh, Mount Juliet, Hendersonville, Clarksville, uh, Cookville. Moving out, that's not really a suburb. No. Uh, no. Indian Lake. Um, uh, Uh, germantown
0: i give you eight clarksville and cookville don't count
1: yeah yeah it's a little too far clarksville cookville definitely not
0: clarksville absolutely does not count (laughs) i've gone to clarksville Uh, way too many times over the last little bit it does not count
1: ah miss antioch um did you
0: count germantown there at the end no the clock had passed
1: Man, I thought I was going to do better. I thought I was going to get 10. But well,
0: look, you ripped off South, right? You got all Winston yeah. in County. Well, you hey, missed born, born and raised. You missed Fairview, which would have been a good one at that direction. But, yeah. Cookville, Cookville. Cookville does not count at all. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Clarksville's closer than Cookville, but I still – I don't think Clarksville think that they count either.
1: Dixon. So, well, the hard part is West. You know, I could have gone Bell Mead, Bellevue. Mm-hmm. I went right and I should have maybe gone left. You mean West or East? Well, I, I looked at it as like South, you know, like in my mind, I have Nashville in the center. I have South. I went all that. And I went yeah. right around instead of left around.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Johnny Lee asked, uh, do you still take magic bucket submissions? Yes, we do. So cinnamon. Uh, where, uh, where you do American top. This is the first time we've ever been asked this. Where were you guys born? Neither one of you has a Southern accent. We were both born and raised in the Nashville area, and we don't have Southern accents because I'm, I know for a fact for me, it got, I was told in high school, if I wanted a future in this industry, you cannot have a Southern accent. Really? Yeah. I was told that in high school, and I never really had a strong one, but, um, I had a slight one and I got it. I I coached it out of myself.
1: I just never have had a problem with that. I, uh, my, both my parents are from Texas, but I don't know. I, I never had the only thing I do say y'all. I mean, I, that I don't say you guys.
0: I I actually say you guys more than y'all. I say both, but I say you guys a lot.
1: But when I say y'all now I do y'all, you know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't go with how I speak, so it's like, "Hey, what are you all doing?" It just—I right. don't know. It's weird, but yeah, we don't have uh, a Southern accent. But if you—if I were to go to New York or the Midwest or the the Pacific Northwest and spoke, they would definitely say that I was from the South.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, for the most part. Um, so, just to wrap up, uh, Tyler says, "For real? Is this true? Is Aaron Rodgers moving to Tennessee?" Yes, Aaron Rodgers is building a house. In Brentwood, we, we talked about that the first 30 minutes of the show. And I will close
1: on this, uh, and then we'll get out of here. I saw all uh, Jared Stillman, uh, and, I, and I, I'm not here to bash because I can, uh, but I won't. Uh, you can't call something out when you actually are not educated on it. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, Jared Stillman was uneducated on what was going on and what credit was given. So he can shut his mouth uh, on Twitter. Yeah. and uh, go somewhere else, because I'm not going to have that. Click on the show and listen before you criticize, because uh, that's a bunch of BS, well, and there's it, just, a, it just irritates me even more, and I've stayed away from that realm, but once that guy gets into my realm, things are not going to get pretty, so actually educate yourself, bud, and you're probably not listening to that, you're just chirping on your, your Twitter sphere because that's the only thing that you have. And just be be smart, okay? At least click and see what happened because we mentioned your name multiple times. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this is the last time we mentioned your name. And Buck Rising did the same thing on primetime. So why don't you go call out somebody
0: else? It's a bunch of BS. That's there's my a, personal opinion. There's And here's how I say it. There's a reason why we use the word confirmed. Because when somebody breaks or has a source on a story, you don't... like If we would have said sources, Aaron Rodgers is moving the national, then, then you can get your panties in a wad. But we're confirming something that came from you.
1: But I don't pay any mind to that guy. Um, and so, get lost. That's my advice. Get lost before you actually criticize something that you don't know. That That's what I would
0: say. Yeah, so... Uh, we did what we were supposed to do. We confirmed the report. We credited the guy. But who he said didn't it. do
1: what he was supposed to no, do and actually didn't. click on the link and listen.
0: Yes. Uh, because we, I don't know how many times I said his name at the beginning of the show.
1: Yeah. And it hurt my ears
0: every single time, but you did. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will see you guys tomorrow morning on a Friday. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Uh, uh, Buck rising live from the senior bowl again tonight. So check that out. Eight of these sports primetime. Also the podcast network. As well, A to Z Sports Podcast Network. We have a lot of comments uh, going out, a lot of content going out there. And the website, A to ZSports.com. And Aaron Rodgers buying land and building in Brentwood, not Franklin, Brentwood. Uh, We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks. Adios.